Hello and welcome to the Cancer Lads podcast. My name is Ryan Collard and I am one half of Team Cancer Lads. On this podcast, we'll be bringing you discussions about key cancer topics, my fertility journey, and most importantly, raising awareness of real men with real cancer stories. This is a platform for men to open up about their cancer journeys, the ups, the downs, and every bold joke in between. Howie! Hello there, so... Basically, I thought that it seemed like a fitting time to come on and talk about or talk a little bit about like upcoming scans, upcoming results, things like that, um, because they are a big part of the cancer journey, never mind just at the beginning, but kind of throughout really, and especially in that sort of life after cancer. And yeah, I just thought I'd share my views on kind of how I how I feel about them, if that makes sense. So if I go back to the, the very beginning, kind of like at the end of treatment, let's say, um, where scans are pretty rife, you're, you're having them almost every three months um, just to kind of check on, see how things are going. And actually, when you're in that world and when you're deep in in treatment and things, that it actually doesn't feel too alien. Like it just feels pretty normal and pretty natural. And actually it feels good to have them because you kind of want to know either way what the situation is. And although you've just been, well, if you have, for example, in my situation where I've just been told I was in remission, you don't fully believe it until you get all these scans that tell you, yeah, things are okay, yeah, things are okay, yeah, things are okay. So actually, for the first part, I actually wanted them regularly because I just needed to know that, things hadn't started regrowing and on the flip side of it if I was unlucky enough and something had or something was to start then at least I would have known at the the very earliest of stages so you know every three months I thought well actually you know if something has has started to regrow here it's not going to be at a point where I was when I first started where it was pretty much everywhere it might be a little nodule here and there it might be something that can be dealt with with a bit more treatment. Granted, I wouldn't want that. Granted, I wouldn't want any more treatment whatsoever. But worst case scenario, if you catch it, you catch it early, you start treatment again, which you're kind of already still in anyway that mode. So maybe it wouldn't be as bad. Um. So yeah, I, I definitely think at the beginning, it's, it's what most people want. You want the regular scans. You want to know what the situation is and yeah obviously it fills you a little bit of hope each time it comes back positive but if it doesn't then at least it's kind of maybe at its earliest stage is 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 kind of like how I used to think about when I was going through it uh fast forward a bit of time obviously like when the consultant sort of sits you down and goes right we're going to move this from three monthly to six monthly and you kind of go right fine I can understand why that is. It's been however long it is, maybe like after a year or so it goes to six months. I can't really remember roughly around that. And then you think, hang on a second, six months is a bit more, a bit more of a longer time to be waiting in between each of these scans. And and six months means that if something started growing immediately, then actually it's kind of got like a, a little bit more time to become more sinister maybe. And then depending on what type of cancer you have, you know, maybe you've got a fast growing one, like six months does sound kind of scary um 
obviously by that point you've had quite a few of the three monthly ones that have gone quite well and gone okay so actually you should be in a slightly better mind frame in a sense that actually maybe it might not come back maybe the treatment's still got an, an effect in my body kind of thing and and I'm, and I'm going to be okay however when that time comes when you get that letter through the door when you get that blood test letter through the door when you get that appointment date all of that kind of goes out the window and the panic sets right back in i can assure you that um yeah it's not it's not a nice feeling at all when you see and you know you've got it coming up because you know in your head you've especially i think the first time it was six monthly i felt like this is the longest i've been away from any sort of scan appointment bloods like it just felt like i was away from treatment for an age and you know especially when you're having the treatment that i was having in the sense that it was such regular treatment you know weekly in like four or five nights a week sometimes and then like scans bloods like it was just constant relentless like you didn't get a break from it it was a full a full year of treatment to then have that period of time of sort of six months where you're just sort of just getting on with life let's say and 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 then you've got this comeback and it just throws you back into the whole whole world and you go in and you see the faces that you know the nurses that have looked after you and the same people who scan you every single time and you you go wow i've i've had a little bit of a break from this i'm not sure i'm ready for to go back so i think that was definitely one of the scariest ones the first kind of six month one when you go oh wow have i really have i really just put all this behind us and, and just completely forgot about the cancer world let's say you know start to live my life a little bit and well, I say start in my life, you know, just forget about it, forgot about cancer a little bit as such. Um, yeah, so then when you when you go back to the bloods and the scans again, you're kind of there like, right, okay, here we go again. This could go downhill very quickly if, if things were to to sort of go tits up, let's say. Um, but yeah, again, luckily for me, like my six monthly one was fine and the the other six monthly ones that I had were okay, but nothing nothing really prepares you or or warns you for that uh, that kind of feeling that you get in your stomach, that sinking feeling, and yeah, it's not nice. And that only that only intensifies when it goes from six months to a year. Like you think to yourself, or some people might think on the outside, right? If you're having yearly scans, you're in a pretty good place. And granted, like you take some confidence and, and 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 positivity from the fact that your consult your consultant's confident with how things are going, um, things haven't flagged up and things aren't looking too rocky, so they suggest the yearly scans. But then you also think, you know, maybe is that just because of like that? Is that just the way it is anyway? Like, is that just the cost effect for NHS? Like, is it easy just to say, right, actually, this person, this is the process, they have three months, six months yearly scans, and it's not, like, done on an individual basis? I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure. But, you could, you know, your head starts fighting and these things. Like, well, actually, it's just a cost-effective method, not not because your, 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 your sort of signs of things are looking good, or actually then you could go look at it from the other side and go, well, actually, maybe it is because I'm doing well and they don't think they're confident enough to leave it a year, if that makes sense. So, yeah, you're kind of, you're, your brain's always fighting sort of devil angels you know, on each shoulder, that type of thing. But, yeah, that like I said, it really does intensify after a year. Like, if you, if you have a year away from it all and then 
you have scans and bloods like that's scary shit i'm not gonna lie that is really scary um not only that but you only get to a point where you have yearly scans when you're a few years down the line anyway so i think maybe mine started turning into yearly scans when i was like maybe two and a half three years post-treatment so actually you have started to live life a bit you know probably obviously depending on who you are but for me back to work um i know we had lockdown and everything but like my partner and i were looking into getting the house things moving forward basically in life um trying to put like the cancer and the treatment side of things in the past and obviously not forget about it. it's impossible to forget about like the, it just lives with you anyway the trauma the the side effects and, and 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 just the physical and emotional side of it that will forever live on with you but you know you, you know what i'm trying to say you you kind of put the bulk of it in the past let's say and uh yeah you start moving forward on with life and and that's a nice feeling and and especially to have a year away from it all is is a very nice feeling and and you know, I managed to squeeze some holidays in, a lot of sort of special times and memories with family and friends. And, you know, my brother's got his own family now and, and, and watching them start to go up is just like, well, it's just it's just insane to think of like when we were 23, we were both diagnosed with cancer and, and now we're both living in our own houses and he's got his own little family and, you know, maybe that could be a potential for my future as well, who knows. But yeah, then it gets to the point where, you have a scan and actually again you literally you're sort of caught into minds again like about how to feel with it initially as people say it does get better with time and mentally i guess for the majority and and, and the most part of it yes it does you know you think hang on i've had a good few scans now nothing's flagged back up you know touch wood things are going okay um however you're in a situation now where you've actually got so much more to lose. Like if I was, if it, when I was having my three monthly ones, if I was to then be told that it started to regrow, it started to kind of come back, you know, you might need more treatment. Yes, it's crushing. Yes, it's absolutely devastating, demoralizing, like just kills you off. But you're already like in cancer mode, like you're in treatment mode. Like it's almost like, you just go back to you're already in that world. Um, fast forward a few years when you're having yearly scans and and life it looks a lot different and you're you're quite far away from what has been to then be like right if anything was to come out of this now I'm screwed like I'm so screwed I've literally got a house with my partner what would happen with that. You know, if we can't, if, you know, the cost of living anyway, but like if I'm out of work due to treatment, like what what happens there? Like, does does that put a pressure on us that way? Um, Like we're currently going through the IVF process. Well, I say currently, I mean, we're starting it, but like, what what, what does that mean? Does that, will they Will they allow us to start it? Because... Now I'm a, a vulnerable person going through treatment again. Will they allow us to go through and put that burden on just so by yourself, potentially, if that was, you know, if worst case scenario? Um, it I, I doubt it. I don't know how it works, but it doesn't, I don't, you know, these things kind of cross your mind and then you go, well, actually, if I do get through it a second time, I, I'm, I'm talking worst case scenario here, but 
if I do get through it a second time, then how long do I have to wait before they allow us to go through it? And then, you know, I'm going to be a granddad, dad type things that I mean, then yeah, it's, it's not a nice thought, but that's one, one more thing. Also, you know, I'm supposed to be getting married next year. So like if, if, if something came back from this upcoming bloods and scans, like what would, that would affect that as well. Like, uh, would I be able to get married if I'm having treatment or would I just have to go in into it like like just a, as a cancer patient, you know, I, I don't know. So, so yeah, there's um there's a hell of a lot to lose now, like a, a hell of a lot. And I just can't see myself back in that world. And I'm, I'm genuinely scared of that world. Like it was the most unpleasant experience of my entire life. It's horrendous. It's horrible. Like, you know, it doesn't matter how sort of how, 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 like what degree of, of cancer you have, let's say what degree of treatment you have. It's, it's hellish on all scales. So, um, yeah, is that worry? And that's just a complete normal way to feel that way. I think everyone that I speak to on the page, everyone that I that I I know has has been through any sort of form of treatment, they dread they dread this moment. They dread bloods scans because they know that this is the moment that could potentially you know change things again. So obviously. If you get great news and, and things are okay, then yeah, you can breathe again for another year. But if you don't, you know, where do you go from here? I think that's just a that's just a a fear that will never ever leave. And, you know, again, touch wood if I ever get to the point where I think I think it was ten years for me, ten years and they say, you know, we you know, we we don't think we'll need to scan you anymore. I don't know how I'll feel about that. I'd literally probably just say to them, please just keep me on the scan radar once a year. Like, I don't know. The time changes, like lots of things change in, in that amount of time anyway, so that might just be the protocol. But it's also nice knowing you've got that, that it's not like a safety blanket, but, you know, that, that check. You know, once... Once you've gone through something where you haven't been checked and no one expects you to get something, at least you know you've got you're going to be checked and if anything is there, it's going to be flagged up. And I think that's just you know you'd rather know than it get to a point where it's just out of control and it's and it's it's too much to to sort of be dealt with with treatment. And you know I was so close to that point last time and I'd I would absolutely hate to to get to that point again you know at least like like a lot of cancers a lot of them are a lot more treatable the earlier you catch them and i feel like with with regular scans you've got that you've got that there so i just got to keep my fingers crossed every single time it gets to it but yeah um to anyone out there like myself currently having that uh that feeling of dread knowing that you've got well i've had my bloods now but i've got a scan coming up on wednesday and you know, the consultation after that to find out whether things are all going your way or you're back in the cancer world. To anyone who else is going through that period of time right now, you know, I wish you all the best. And uh, I guess we're kind of stronger together. So if you need anyone, just reach out. I know 
Um, I get a lot of people messaging who are going through those kind of moments because I guess that's these are the times where they just need a need need someone to speak to a little bit. So you know, feel free to do that. Feel free to 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 pop a message, and I'll I'll be happy to to try and to try and support and 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 help in any way that I can. You know, um, but yeah, we go through this together, and it's all part of the cancer journey. So. How are you, the lads? Thank you so much for listening to the Cancer Lads podcast. Every single thing that we do, we do to raise awareness, mainly because men's cancers and men's cancer stories are not talked about enough. We will continue to do our little bit to make sure that as many men's cancer stories are heard and are shared out there to raise as much awareness as possible. Please follow our Cancer Lads pages on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter for any upcoming podcast episodes and also just to see all the other work that we do within the cancer community. How are we?